Hi there, I'm Jolyn McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering today's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pisani, Director of Financial Planning. Today, we have a special guest joining us, Eric Kahn, President and CEO of Friendly Auto Group and Capital Luxury Cars. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Jolyn. Good morning, Jolyn. Thanks for joining us, Eric. We uh, had a question roll in about the used car market. And we thought no one better to answer it than you. So well, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Okay, Eric, our first question is from Holly in Pennsylvania. When will the car market go back to normal? Great question. Uh, as we all know, uh, dealership inventories are tight right now. You go to a, a dealership lot and you don't see as many cars as you used to see. Uh, I'm glad to say that's uh, gradually improving. Uh, we've probably been at the, uh, the low spot over the last uh, uh, month, and we're seeing gradual improvement. But as we're seeing gradual improvement, we're, we're seeing hiccups as well. As, as you may know, Toyota just announced uh, a cut in production. Uh, COVID uh, uh, spiked in Southeast Asia, and a, uh, one of the chip plants had to close. So uh, we are seeing some hiccups as we do gradually improve. Pretty amazingly, right? Uh, we're, you know, I ordered uh, cushions for our outdoor um, area, and we ordered these. I would say back in December, and we literally just got them about two weeks ago. And I heard that uh, Volkswagen, amongst others, uh, are even having a tough time with uh, getting cushioning for their seats inside of the cars. I mean, you talk about crimps. Not just chips, right? Like all the way through the supply chain. Is that what we're hearing? Uh, yeah, there there have been other issues, but but I think just back to the original question, which uh, when will uh, things get back to normal in the car business? I think the more interesting question is what is the new normal of the car business? Because the car manufacturers, the car dealerships are, are finding that there are actually benefits to having uh, lower supply. Uh, the, the manufacturers are um, providing less incentives, which is helping their profitability, and dealerships are discounting their cars uh, and uh, less, perhaps, and, and getting better margins. So the question is, will the car manufacturers uh, stay disciplined uh, once chip supply comes back and there'll be more of a, a balance uh, in the supply and demand? Or will they uh, go back to the old ways, which is... Uh, cranking out a lot of cars in uh, more of a push system than a pull system. That's really interesting. I had that conversation recently with a, a couple of my other clients who were looking at different commodity related stocks like uh, U.S. Steel and Nucor. And I keep kind of telling people that as these commodity prices go up, companies just aren't going to flood the market to make more money. A lot of these commodity prices have been dead in the water for 10 plus years. And now that prices are going back higher, and their margins are getting a lot better, they're probably going to put some controls in on the supply that hits the market so that prices stay up around here, which is sticky inflation. The, uh, the tendency of the car manufacturers is to chase market share. And so if they begin to chase market share. Uh, you know, they tend to, if one tends to do that, they tend to follow. 
And then once again, we get into the situation where we get oversupply a push system and we're um, discounting uh, cars uh, tremendously and uh, the factories are providing big incentives. So, so we shall see. We hope so. We hope they're more disciplined, more balanced. But I, I think there's a sweet spot in the inventory. Uh, people are talking about, are we going to a pull system completely? Will people in the United States, buyers, consumers, uh, wait for their cars, order cars? Uh, I think maybe there's a small uh, percentage of the population willing to do that. But I still think uh, most American consumers like to go to the lot, find the car, uh, that they love and uh, drive away that day or, or soon after. Well, thank you, Phil. Our next question is from Tyler in New York. With the drought out west, what is going on with the soft commodity complex? Wow, yeah. So you talk about inflationary pressures again, right? Uh, corn and uh, wheat on the year, corn and soy rather on the year, up about 11%. Uh, you know, the, the poor weather out west uh, has really caused crop prices to go up substantially. Uh, the USDA crop reports have been incredibly light. I think year over year, uh, you're looking at the lowest levels of, of crops being usable since 2013. So, you know, you're seeing prices rise dramatically. Uh, how is that going to affect inflation and in the readings? I mean, already, you know, Eric pointed out the supply chain uh, and, and tightening and, you know, whether it's the steel complex, whether it's energy uh, that we've all seen, you know, fuel prices go up substantially. Uh, now uh, you're going to see corn, wheat, soy prices probably go up uh, dramatically as well as we head into the winter months here. Not just the U.S. problem, global problem. Uh, I think if you look globally, uh, the production of corn, wheat, soy, et cetera, it's off substantially around the globe. So, don't forget, those are also inputs, right, to beef, uh, to chicken, uh, to, to meats and proteins around the world. So that could drive those prices up as well uh, ahead of wintertime. I think this is probably the most stress uh, that a, a spring crop has seen in the U.S., again, in close to a decade. So um, you're going to have inflationary pressures once again in the system uh, due to the weather. And, uh, you know, it's a, that, that's something that always happens. But uh, I guess the timing of it uh, is rather poor, uh, especially considering the global outlook and, and what we've seen around the globe with drought uh, and fires. So, uh, you know, not a good situation short term. Uh, let's see how it goes into wintertime, but definitely uh, more inflationary pressures in the system. We talk about transient inflationary pressures. This is not a transient, you know, uh, pressure. This, this could be something that's more sustained than that. Yeah, it's it's really interesting too, and those have a much higher input on the uh, inflation in the CPI index than something like lumber does. What's really interesting is everybody was talking about lumber prices in the spring, and they're down about sixty five percent since then, and down on the year. Lumber really was a transient thing where COVID shut down a lot of mills, and once supply came online, prices actually recorrected and went back down with the droughts and with some other problems with ag and the way people are consuming now mostly being at home it in this these inflationary readings are probably stickier than people anticipated and you know we went over this a lot in the past primarily in the spring and even in the early winter um when we were talking about how inflation trends were probably going to be stickier than people anticipated because every time in the last 25 years inflation spiked it went back down below 2% and it's probably going to stick a little higher than people are used to right now um which is interesting leading into the fed uh, at Jackson Hole this week so <laughs> yeah 
you can see that 10-year note, right, kind of stuck at the lower levels, how it's going to go up in yield, right? You're going to see a higher 10-year yield by the end of the year. Yeah, what's interesting is the short end of the yield curve has moved higher, which actually compresses the yield curve again. It's not like inverted like it was in 2019 and early 2020, um, but the yield curve is compressing again, which is interesting and something to watch. Absolutely. Okay, well, thank you all for answering this week's two questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, email us at jmccarthy at focuswealthmgmt.com. Stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you next week.